And we bid welcome once again to the program, Dr. David Welsh, the health officer for Ripley and Franklin counties. And good morning to you, Dr. Welsh, and how are you doing on this glorious day? I'm doing great. It's a great day to be out and about in southeast Indiana. And, of course, uh, you know, one thing uh, before we uh, get started as far as the um, uh, medical side of things, uh, uh, running for uh, the state representative in House District 55, uh, after you've had some time to uh, kind of digest things, uh, how do you feel the experience was for you? It was an absolutely wonderful experience. Um, I learned a lot. Uh, I learned a lot about our communities and our needs. It was, uh, I'm really glad I ran. Um, I thought I knew our community well, uh, being positioned in the area for over 30 years and with my, my wife uh, having grown up around here. But, oh boy, was were my eyes open because this uh, we have a wide variety of, of needs across the district. There's some areas that are doing really well. There's some areas that are being challenged for a lot of different reasons. And it all, I think it will also help me be more effective as a, as a health officer because I found a lot of, of needs that I think we need to address and looking for opportunities to, to help a lot of folks in the area. Uh, so I'm the, the race is over for me, but but not the work. And I'm sure that a lot of that will uh, kind of uh, help serve you as uh, with the um, governor's uh, commission on uh, public health. Absolutely. That's uh, a, a lot of the information that I was able to get going door to door and talking to folks and talking to local health departments and police departments and fire departments, um, I took with me to the uh, commission meetings and expressed the, the needs of rural Indiana. I was also actually able to use a lot of the information from the, the act of running to my work at the AMA, where I sit on the Council on Science and Public Health. And in two weeks um, at the AMA meeting, uh, there's a report coming from the council I work on about how to improve uh, public health uh, resources delivery uh, to the rural settings. And that information is also being used by the uh, governor's uh, public health commission. And, uh, of course, uh, speaking of uh, public health and uh, rural communities, uh, of course, your uh, work continues as a health officer for uh, Ripley and Franklin counties. As uh, far as the, um, of course, uh, the big thing, obviously, the last two years has been the COVID-19 pandemic. But as far as uh, that's concerned, uh, what's the latest that uh, you've been getting out and about in the uh, area? Well, I think we're in, obviously in a much better position uh, than six months ago or a year ago or definitely uh, better than two years ago. While we still are having some cases, um, the cases are not as serious as uh, six or 12 months ago. Uh, there's less of people being hospitalized. There's less uh, positive cases showing up, and there's a variety of reasons for that. People have a good handle about how to deal with the situation. I think people are seeking uh, medical help when they're having um, not only COVID-related issues but other other issues. So I think they had their first admission at the local hospital for COVID um, and, and, and a number of weeks um, this week. So that's much better than we were six months ago. And, of course, I've also been still hearing of a, a few cases here and there, but it's not a case where they're hospitalized, but still there are those cases out there. And obviously uh, it seems to me, uh, unless I'm reading it wrong, uh, the re- reading the room wrong, so to speak, uh, you know, it, it's going to be here uh, probably uh, 
in the lexicon along with the the flu and some of the other diseases? I, I think you're spot on. Um, I like I say we we know better how to deal with it when when somebody gets exposed. We have more people who've been vaccinated. We have more people who've had it and who've developed some natural immunity. So all those things come together to put us in a, in a better spot. And people are seeking help sooner. They're not waiting uh, as long. So there's outpatient treatments that are available to them to help keep them out of the hospital and out of the, the really, really dire straits that some folks have experienced in the past. And uh, another thing that's uh, been uh, been hearing a lot of in uh, media reports lately is uh, monkeypox. And uh, what is your uh, take on that as far as uh, southeastern Indiana? I think we're in a, in a good position when it comes to that. The, the folks that are going to be at most risk are those who are younger that maybe never had the smallpox uh, because there is some uh, cross-protection or people um, who travel to certain locations where it is, has shown up. So um, I think if we have um, folks around here are, are traveling more, but I don't, I don't see them traveling to some of the areas where the, the monkeypox has, has shown up. And uh, the other, I think, good news is uh, people who have it to spread it, um, it's, it's a lot more obvious than some other contagious diseases. And uh, what are some things that uh, people can look for as far as this is concerned? A lot of it has to do with um, uh, skin, uh, uh, things that are going to show up on their skin, uh, sores. And um, uh, it, if you remember the pictures of uh, people with, uh, with smallpox, uh, take that and, and increase the, the, the size, number, and, and veracity of the sores. So people are going to who are who are more contagious are going to have uh, skin eruptions. Um, so people will be able to protect themselves just by seeing who they're around. Are there any uh, medicines or any uh, cures or anything like that, or uh, things that people can do if they uh, do get it, or uh, even uh, they measures they can take to prevent uh, getting monkeypox? Well, the, of course, the biggest uh, is prevention. So you, you avoid folks who um, don't appear well, especially with, with skin changes. And the, the best situation is to seek medical attention um, so that your physician can uh, help you, um, depending on which stage you're in. All right. So with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out, and we'll continue our conversation with Dr. David Welsh, health officer for Ripley and Franklin Counties, right after this don't adjust your radio the sound that you hear is your stomach you're having trouble focusing you can't recall your last meal you're trapped in the hunger zone the solution batesville to go let to go deliver a hot fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes to go delivers the best food from local restaurants visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800 batesville to go Big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our visit with Dr. David Welsh, the health officer for Ripley and Franklin Counties. And uh, Dr. Welsh, uh, we ran into each other uh, recently at the Decatur County Memorial Hospital 100th anniversary. And uh, tell you what, that was quite the event. Oh, that was fantastic. And it was quite an accomplishment for um, a, a small town hospital. And that, that hospital has done so much good over the years. And uh, to to reach that milestone, when other when other small town and rural hospitals are are 
having trouble. It's it's great to see a, a local treasure uh, like Decatur County Memorial Hospital uh, thriving, growing, and and doing so well. And uh, can you uh, give us a little bit about uh, your affiliation with the hospital? So I, I'm on staff there. I've been uh, on staff there since I came to the area in 1989. Uh, I, along with uh, several other surgeons, I cover both hospitals, both Margaret Mary Community Hospital and Decatur County Memorial Hospital. So people will uh, see me at, at both facilities and uh, do surgeries there. Uh, I see patients there in Greensburg. I've been there long enough. I've seen a lot of wonderful changes, the the new additions, the uh uh, the I guess they're not as, as new as they used to be, uh, operating rooms. Um, I, I remember when we were operating on the, on the top of the third floor in the old building, and, we, and there's these uh, big windows that we, we would have to uh, cancel cases if, if there was too much inclement weather. Um, we, we don't have those same constraints at, at the, the current OR setting. Um, but it's, uh, there's, they've gone through a number of changes. I, when I first... Uh, was going there. I was seeing patients at Dr. Wiseman's old old office building, which is which is now a parking lot. Um, but a lot of people in the area uh, remember that nice house uh, just to the to the south of the hospital. Um, it reminded me a lot of a doctor's office that I went to growing up in Indianapolis. Uh, but it's it's been nice to see the changes and the additions. And when I think back when I first got there to what services are available now, it's it's just grown fantastic it's it's shown what's possible in, in a rural setting and um i i think the community should be really proud of the work of their local hospital between all the uh, administrators and nurses and doctors and community support has been um been fantastic people like uh, cleo duncan uh, who was at that celebration that you mentioned uh she's been a big supporter uh, of the hospital and uh and all the folks who have served on, on boards and gone to galas to help fundraise for the for the hospital and, and the work of the uh, the county government that's been supportive over the years of the hospital. All all those things have come together to to make a really good resource for the community. And uh, of course, I was struck by uh, Dr. Mary McCullough, the longest tenured physician at uh, Decatur County Memorial Hospital. Um, she kind of. Pretty much uh, talked about some of the changes that uh, that you had mentioned in the hospital in the time since she's joined the staff. Oh, it, it's been terrific to work with Dr. McCullough and and, and some of the other uh, physicians that I've worked with there over the years. And she has she has epitomized dedication. So many times I've, over the years, I've had to walk to the hospital because the roads were impassable. Um, but she she and, and and other docs and nurses and X-ray techs and lab laboratory technicians and all all the folks who dietary and housekeeping they, they've all come together to make that a really nice place to work as well as a as a really good hospital um, for patients to get care at. So uh, yeah, again, congratulations to uh, of course Rex McKinney and everybody at uh, Decatur County Memorial Hospital 100th anniversary and uh, of course uh, you previously alluded to the other local hospital Margaret Mary Health. In its 90th year, so uh, 10 years from now, they'll be uh, celebrating. But uh, and as you said, Dr. Welsh, uh, you know, two local hospitals, small town hospitals, when others are uh, starting to fall by the wayside or they're being uh, bought out by uh, larger entities, these two are uh, really uh, thr- surviving and thriving. And that's a credit to to the people who work there and the community who supported 
uh, these fine institutions. Indeed. And, uh, of course, uh, switching gears here, and, uh, of course, the Memorial Day weekend is uh, upon us uh, in just a matter of days. And, of course, uh, one thing that uh, your uh, local health department uh, deals with, and, of course, obviously we've uh, talked with uh, COVID uh, quite a bit these last two years, but there are other services that the health department uh, does handle more of the uh, uh, day-to-day type of things as far as uh, sanitation and so forth, but uh, also uh, trying to get out the word to uh, be uh, safe uh, and healthy over uh, Memorial Day weekend. And uh, what are some uh, steps that folks can take to ensure that their uh, Memorial Day weekend plans, uh, besides honoring the, um, you know, obviously you want to honor the uh, the fallen. Uh, that's uh, that's the first uh, job one as far as Memorial Day is concerned. But uh, for those who are uh, maybe getting together with family and friends, uh, what are some steps that people can do uh, to keep things safe and healthy? Well, we want to make sure that you prepare properly and well. You can go to the, the website at the health department and get some safety tips about cooking. So it's one thing when you cook for yourself and you're familiar with uh, with things that, you know, but when you're cooking for multiple other folks and food might sit out, it, it may be different than than you're used to. Um, there's, there's some good tips on the health department website, or you can go to the USDA website about food safety. So some first, some basics. You want to make sure that the hot food stays hot and the cold food stays cold. Um, people often will, will put things out of spread where they have people coming over to celebrate the holiday and have a cookout. And one of the mistakes people will make is they may have that really good egg salad or potato salad or other cold dishes, um, but they, they don't have the uh, the means to keep it cold. And that's if it sits out too long and the temperature isn't kept at an adequate uh, level, that could be a, a source of um putting a, a damper on the party when people get, can get sick. The other thing is people are, are going to start doing cookouts. And sometimes there's a learning curve when you're not cooking out all the time and you want to make sure that you get the, the meat to proper temperature um, so that it's safe to eat. You want to make sure that things are cooked through thoroughly. Um, I, I'm not really a good cook on the grill. My, my son-in-law is. He does a great job. So if he's cooking over the over the weekend – I, I feel really safe. Um, if, if I'm I'm the cook, you may want to uh, look over my shoulder, make sure I'm cooking things thorough enough and, and long enough. And that, that goes for a lot of, of part-time uh, barbecue cooks. Um, so just it might look done on the outside, but if it's not uh, all the way through, if it's not uh, hot enough, long enough, uh, that can be a, a source of, of problems. So want to make sure things that are uh, that are normally hot are hot and hot enough and uh, maintain and cold and cold enough maintain the other thing that sometimes people forget is um, to make sure that they use separate cutting boards when they're preparing their foods so you may want to cut up that chicken that you're going to put on the grill you don't want to then use that same cutting board w- without thorough cleaning t- to cut up that melon and those fruits uh, that you're also going to put out there uh, because that you can spread stuff from um, from the meat that you're cutting up um, to the the cold products, the the fruits and and, and vegetables that you're going to serve to your your guests. So that's another um, another big thing. And speaking of, of barbecuing, there's a lot of different ways of barbecuing. You you might have the charcoal grills, you might have the gas grills. Um, you want to make sure that you know what you're doing when you're operating those. So. 
Uh, you want to make sure that you're following good safety tips with, when working around hot, hot stuff. Um, you start that, that grill with charcoal. Um, please don't put extra lighter fluid on because you don't think it's getting hot enough fast enough because that's a good place to, to get a, a, um, an injury from, from the fire. Uh, where it can flash back on you. Uh, you want to make sure that you've got proper uh, mitts and, and, and utensils to, to handle the hot stuff so you don't get burned and then have to go to, to one of our nice uh, local hospitals for, for treatment. That's going to put a damper on your, on your, holiday, um, on your holiday activities. The other thing that's going to be more people are doing this weekend is they may have boating involved with their um, weekend festivities. Uh, you want to make sure that you've got... Uh, proper um, life vest for all everybody on the boat you want to make sure that you're you're following all the safety rules on, on the boat now that I can tell you that our, our folks are in law enforcement and, and DNR are going to want to make sure that you're safe out on that lake and so that you have a, a good and safe time um, but make sure that you review proper safety uh, precautions when out on the water the there's a whole list of, of uh, rules to follow about who has right away and there may be limitations on speed. Uh, there may be limitations depending on where you go about, you know, can you ski? Can you pull an inner tube behind you? So find out what the local rules and regulations are so that uh, you have a fun weekend but a safe weekend. Indeed. And then as far as the uh, the food preparation, the cold, uh, maybe uh, the uh, put the uh, egg salad in a, a bowl. It's got uh, some ice around it. And, of course, uh, also uh, for the meats, uh, a meat thermometer. Yes, those those are fantastic things, and and the meat thermometer also help you know that you you've cooked it enough and long enough and to a high enough temperature. Uh, again, I, I'll, I'll big shout out to my son-in-law. He he does a really good job about checking things like that when he's when he's barbecuing, and um, so the meat thermometer it would go is another good safety tip to, to make sure that you. You, you not only have fun, but you nobody has to make a trip to the to the local uh, hospital, even though they're great hospitals, but they don't they don't need the extra work right now. Indeed. Uh, so, uh, well, Doctor David Welsh, uh, as always, we uh, appreciate your time, and uh, of course, they can uh, the uh, folks need uh, some information as far as uh, locally uh, the uh, Ripley County and uh, Franklin County health departments. And get in touch with those folks. But again, Doctor Welsh, we appreciate your time this morning, and also. Um, imparting those uh, those tips uh, for a uh, safe Memorial Day weekend. Well, thank you very much, and I, I thank WRBI for all they do for the community, um, and I hope everyone has is a safe and wonderful Memorial Day weekend, and a big shout-out to all our, our veterans um, and, and those that have passed before us, because we would not be able to enjoy um, weekends like this uh, without their uh, all, all they sacrificed so that we're free and able to enjoy times like this.